The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! There's a band named Hum. Hum. Dude, if they Never played, if I it. played Hum's hit, you'd be like, oh, it's those guys. Oh, okay. Shoegazy. Like, 90s shoegaze shit. Like, I loved it. I loved Hum. You know, back in the old days of the internet, you could never find shit like this. Yeah. You could never just like, oh, I discovered a band named Hum. Yeah. Well, because... no. And now, I mean, really, you rely on your YouTube ag- algorithm yeah, to give much. you all of your fucking information because it knows you so well. So it'll pop up all like, that's... I I couldn't imagine not having my YouTube algorithm. Like starting from scratch would be tragic. Going tragic. to look for shit. Tragic. Someone's not telling me what I like, dude. But dude, remember back in the day, like you would have the one friend of yours that would go to like New York and come back with mixtapes, and that's how you got new music. Pretty much. And yep. now it's like, man, every asshole with a computer can make music yeah. now, and and that's great, and also really not okay. I had the buddy that would record him off <laughs> a college a, radio station on the cassettes, yeah. feed the cassette. Sets yeah. into his computer and then burn CDs of the songs that we wanted. That's what we had gotten to in like 2000. And I was like, that sounds like a lot. Remember burning <laughs> my, CDs? Oh, yeah. All the time. Remember <laughs> I burned 100 my, Metallica CDs to fuck them in my the My brother ass. would record um, just, uh, what do you call those things? Cassettes. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of them. Of um, <laughs> KEXP. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. From Seattle. From yeah. Seattle. He would just send them to me. You can stream that from everywhere. And That's then, like a no, globally now, streamed radio now station. you can. It's everywhere. Yeah. I used to do the same thing. There's this very famous black radio station in LA called K-Day. Or I don't even know if it's still around. But it was like 1580 AM. And in where I grew up was in the valley, which is outside of like, um, like down just outside of Hollywood. Yeah. So because of the hill, what would happen is when you played K Day, it would be the song plus mariachi music in the background. So I still have tapes of like JJ Fad Supersonic with fucking mariachi music in the background, dude. <laughs> that's it is unbelievable. The most lit See, shit in the world. Well, dude. and that's something that will never be like it's that didn't get recorded and it's not downloadable. All right. those shows. Can you imagine? if you could go back and listen to all the like drive time radio programming from our childhood listen oh to old God. episodes of Love Line and fucking Howard oh, Stern and shit p- p- the poor man yeah poor man doing Love yeah. Line well no it was Dr. Funny. Demento like full interview like when when like Real Weird Dr. Al came Demento. in and did My Bologna on his fucking accordion and that's how he got big he well, just came into the well I station. remember like when we went from that into the early days which was the early 90s of the internet yeah we were. That's when we got introduced to viral video. We got into e bombs. Nah, we didn't E-bombs get to video. World. Yeah. Remember, video E-bombs was like ninety nine, ninety five. It was tough to get E-bombs videos. World. E bombs. That was world. a big deal, dude. 
that uh, was the GI Joe public service announcements oh, God. Yes, sir. and shit like that. Yes. Yes. Well, there was that fucking one website where you could go on and there was a gerbil and a fucking blender. Oh yeah, the blenders and then or a frog in a microwave. Unfucking believable. It was like Joe dude. cartoons. Joe I could cartoon. spend nine days on that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was <laughs> Joe, Joe cartoons. cartoons. <laughs> I could spend nine days well, killing that fucking oh, thing. Yeah. Now, now uh, elf bowling. You remember elf bowling? You, you ain't got shit. <laughs> you hit do, the next button. Do you remember? Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. All the, <laughs> all you kids out there listening, all d- a dozen of you kids out there listening, uh. and we'll talk to you, Ellie, later. But all you kids out there listening don't realize we had to work for our porn. We did. It was a process. You would start a download and go to work. And maybe yeah. get down to the fucking belly button by the time you got home, oh, yeah. dude, with that dialogue. To Jenny McCarthy's sweet, sweet navel. Just yeah, for dude. one picture of that redheaded chick from Danger Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and video porn. We did, I mean, now you can just get it in your pocket. But we for video porn, didn't. I mean, Pornhub didn't become a thing and start getting popular until like 06 or 07. Well, as soon so as like there before was a- that, it was you were downloading them from like LimeWire or, yeah, dude, or Kaza. Wire, bro. But I mean, way back in the day, everybody was just America Online. AOL, America bro. Online was its own web browser, but for the most part, it wanted you to stay in there, go in their chat rooms, and look at their like branded e-magazines for movies and things coming out. Sure. How, how many landfills are populated with the mail-out <laughs> AOL discs? That's most of South Dakota, I think, is just a landfill full of only, only America AOL Online discs, floppy disks and CDs. Floppy? And thumb drives. Did they eventually start sending thumb drives of it out? Well, there was yeah. definitely no policing going on. Not that there's necessarily a ton of policing oh, going none. on. I was... I was but, hunted. I, I, I mean, realize now I was hunted by ped- pedophiles because you? I'd go into these chat rooms and there would always be guys being like, hey, do you have a picture of yourself? Do you want to send it to me? And I was like, ha, 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 no. We're here to talk about The Mask and Jim Carrey's performance. And, <laughs> and yeah, they were right. trolling in there. You had to well, avoid them. Bobby, we forget Sean's 10 years younger than us. So we, we got the internet as adults. Yeah. Like we had already got yeah, it yeah. as adults. Like Sean grew up with it. Like Pretty much. I hit fu- 11 and I was, I had America online. Yeah. And they had AOL, dude, where you're just listening well, to I the would fucking. Just, <laughs> I would go on message boards and essentially talk to people and they would give me sites to FTP links. Yeah. So they would have an FTP server. Oh, that's right. That was holding like. And that's just a direct link. Dude, like nine bootleg fucking movies. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. But you were like, oh, oh that whoa. guy's got nine fucking movies. Yeah. And they you were so, I mean? but the files were. And they, no, they were. What? They were like 300 and, megabytes. And it was, <laughs> yeah, which would take you nine years. Yes. To da- oh, <laughs> With dude. On your 20, oh, 28. 28.8 baud <laughs> fucking modem oh, trying yeah, to dude. get that shit. As young men, and you were even much younger, so you were you were getting experimenting with right your as body. puberty. Right as I hit puberty, experimenting the with your body, the internet happened. So, do you shoot a big syrupy load before the nipple gets printed, or Ooh. like as the lines are coming back and forth, and you're almost there? I got desensitized quick. Up. I was like, I need this. I need this one. I need several images of people being choked, uh, animals involved, <laughs> hard BDSM. <laughs> Gagging, puking, all that kind of stuff. I needed that by the age of twelve because I'd been so desensitized. And, and you, then this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about with Sean's poop fascination and butts <laughs> and buttholes because it it's the dirtiest, it's the worst. I so I have to talk about the it. The dirtiest of the spiders. It is. I'm <laughs> going to start a support group just. 
just for his wife. <laughs> just her to sit there and yeah, just, just unload. It's just me and, and, and Mrs. Moriarty. <laughs> and Mrs. Moriarty. And then it's just the sound of her crying in the background. Well, speaking of the internet, do you think the, all the good names have been taken, right? As far as like web names. Uh, like well, URLs. now you can do dot whatever. So it's pretty much anything still out there. It's just if you don't, if you want dot com, you prepare to pay five grand. So to some can we do Durango dot work life? Yes. Dot com. We could Durango. Is there work a life. work life? There's work life. There's got to right? be. Here, you know what? Okay, type it up. Hey, Carol, can you type in work life into Google and say what the results are? Okay, boys. Okay, first thing, how to spot a festival Wookie on Vice. Wow. So the worklife.com is still available. Well, do you guys know about Colorado Big Trophy Wook Hunters, the Facebook group where they just take pictures of Wooks and fucking... Whoa. Yeah. That's, yeah, a real that's, thing. A real that's a real Big thing. Colorado Big Trophy Wook Hunters. I'm not on social media, so... I, I masturbate would... to it no more than three times a week. Yeah. Well, you have to understand, though, that we are ground zero. Right. Oh, well, if nobody else I mean, in the we country... don't live in Boulder. Yeah. Yeah, but Boulder's, Boulder's, more, more, Boulder's more Trustafarian. We have actual real wooks. We have walking. Like I spend nine months a year chopping down trees for the forest service and the other three months on unemployment. Yeah. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Just eating the mushrooms I found. Yes. For the last nine months. Like, you know, the guys who rob Goodwill's bin before it gets into Goodwill. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. When you, they look like they work there. All you got to have is a blue apron and just roll in there. And they think you're working there because they, also, the Wook, it's Wook stealing from Wooks. Wooks work there. Dude. Yeah. Because they're, on, life, they're doing community yeah. service. Wook life. Dude. <laughs> for and, the mushrooms and, that they got caught with. I feel so fucking bad for their dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they always look despondent, the dogs? Yeah. Just a shitty long walk. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or what about their cats? Life is a shitty long walk. Just as longest. <laughs> It's just nonstop the end that. of the Incredible Hulk TV show. It's just the sad walking totally. away music the with the thumb. Yeah. Dude, because you know how dogs are. They're like, man, this is great. We're going on a walk. Yeah, He's but- almost putting his shoes on. <laughs> We've been walking for nine months. Why is he wearing one Chaco and one Birkenstock? This is we a long, can't uh, long walk. Yeah, when the dog's looking at you, like, when are we getting there, motherfucker? And there's nowhere to be gotten. <laughs> God. You're so just what are we drinking quest. here, boys? Oh boy! Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we surprise? Do you think we should? We go- call this. We call this when you. Well, you know what's funny. We basically we haven't the- even told these lovely humans oh, who the fuck we then are. Started right. off there. Homie. You're right. I'm gonna switch it up. Oh God, no! And I'm gonna go to my right. Oh Ooh. shit! It's no. all coming back we, to me now. Have we ever done <laughs> this? I'm gonna introduce. <laughs> Wait, you're fucking my beautiful, right gorgeous, mm-hmm. tall, lanky these days. Kinda. Yeah, you're starting to look a little. Still got a bakery going on in the middle, but you're looking live. Um, I like that. The mayor Chudinsky, the S, the captain of the SS Chudinsky, Trish, the Chudinsky. sweet reverend. He's a big fat R word. Yep, <laughs> he's totally At on the times. spectrum. <laughs> he's looking for love on the spectrum, yeah, ladies. Bruh. My Mister Sean Moriarty. Uh, thank you very much. And to my right is Aaron Antonio Branderes si. of the uh, Southern Rhone Branderes. Too sexy. He's too sexy. Yo, yo they tell you how to live and you better listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um, I will put you in a sweatshop in a second, <laughs> sir. So, well, speaking of which, to my... Oh, Bobby, Bobby just... Dude, Bobby just did the James Brown towel wipe to me. I he just wiped no, me, No, it's bro. like he's Morris Day and you're Jerome. Jerome. <laughs> Hold my mirror, homie. Um, you to were my right. Your, you were glistening. Thank you, sir. I was schwetzing. Um, schwetzing. 
Schwitz. To my right is the former Lothario, but what he what he what he doesn't do in Lothario-ness anymore, he makes up in interpersonal relationships. <laughs> um, the now <laughs> spoken for uh, Bobbeth Van Noys. That's a reach of the but- Aztec <laughs> Van Noyses. Wow. Soon of the Nashville Van Noyses. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh. you asshole. What? I just laughed at it. I didn't say shit. Cut that out. Nobody knows what I'm saying. Shut up. That's Bobby's Mr. Moving BDM. to Nashville so that he can be happy. And yeah. gentlemen, we are in the bunkie, and this is the riskiest of all wheels. We've all been on wheels, but none are riskier than the whiskiest of reels. <laughs> it is the real to real to real. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> so, to real. Uh, even it's, it's bugging me now. <laughs> to real. <laughs> to real. Y'all. As it gets hotter, he gets slower in the delivery. I love uh, it. It gets nerve wracking. It just makes it nerve wracking. Oh, God. Um, and as if to only, once again, spit in the face of our namesake, we have hit the default settings button and have gone back to Fernet Branca. Fernet um, Branca. I went to the liquor store. Factory default. <laughs> Clicked. Yeah, <laughs> right. Totally. And I looked at everything they had and went, oh. And I found it wanting. <laughs> I found, you've been weighed. You've been weighed. You've been weighed and measured, sir. <laughs> weighed and measured. You have been found wanting. I love the, the Knight's Tale, dude. I love that music so much. Something about medieval shit happening while David Bowie plays in the background. <laughs> while, right. while Golden Years is playing. Golden and they're jousting. Ooh. Yeah, nice, right? I love that. That's I a love great it. pull. It's a great pull. It's a great soundtrack. Fernie um, Branca. So I picked us up with just a little bottle. We're going to go, yeah, default setting. We're going to drink some Fernet Branca. We have been known to. Um, I think we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast. We have. A we multitude have. of times. But we um, haven't done it since Carol came back. Maybe we should ask Carol Do you think she fuck? has any insight? Okay. I know she's well, had it a few times. She's talked about gentlemen, it. Gentlemen, we talked about not plying her with alcohol anymore since the last time. Oh. Remember when, when we brought Fernie that last time? No, I know. Remember what happened? So we're going to – I will do this, but I'm going to be doing this begrudgingly. I'll give her a little bit because she's part of the fam fam, dude. Right? I have been known to ply. <laughs> or plow, sir. <laughs> um, should we call Carolyn? Yeah, just let's for, call Carolyn. for a quickie? Okay. Let's get a little – Care Bear? Yes, Aaron. You sound beautiful today. Uh, do you want to come in here and have a little bit of that old Fernie Branket with your boys? You're going to let me upstairs? Yeah, you get um, just for a quickie. Come up to the sanctum. And, uh, yeah, have a quick little uh, nipper. I don't even know the code to the door. You guys treat that space like such a boys club. Sean, what is it? It's, uh, write this down. It's 6-9. Six, 6-9. Nine. Six, nine. <laughs> six, that is true. I should have guessed it. Okay, so Carol's coming up. Hey, let's not, guys, by the way, I don't know if you heard, but don't look, don't mention her eye. That's also something happened. She had that wonky That's eye? also Joey O'Day's alarm eye? code. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly. You, that mean, is not... you mean enjoy your day? <laughs> enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Okay, guys, don't look at her eye. I'm serious. Something happened with Kevin. I don't want to... right. Oh my God, boys. <laughs> this place needs a woman's touch like I've never seen. <laughs> Welcome, see you, Bear Bear. Bear. Good Hi, to see Carol. you, sweetheart. It's good to see you, Carol. We're going to pour your stiffy, and then you're going to pop it, and then we needed you to get back on the grind, girl. Oh, no, no, no. Is that Fernet? No. Nope. What do you mean, no? I swore oh. I would never have to type the word prolapse into WebMD again. <laughs> did we? Did you make her 
type prolapse Okay, so again? full disclosure. Carol, you mind? Carol, do you want to use my mic for a second? Yeah, sure. Hold it. Ooh. Yeah. This is quite intoxicating. Carol, you're alive. Um, so full disclosure, I took Carol to Pop Sushi um, for a, a little Monday happy hour situation. Had some rolls, and he poured us a handful of fernets. A monkey fist? Uh, something like that. <laughs> It was more than a handful, Bobby. It was a few fernets, and I don't even really remember what happened that night. Oh, no. I do. Oh. What, what, Carol, what happened? Because we've never really talked about this. It's a bit hazy, but let's just say there were three of something and one of something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What is... Bobby, did you... Did you... That's fucked up, dude. I did not have sex with Carol. It wasn't just you, no. <laughs> what? Are you saying enjoy your day and Jimmy both got inside of you? Is that what you just mentioned? No, it wasn't Jimmy, but a couple of those other guys fresh off the boat, those the roller boys. Yeah, we call them the roller boys. The, it's kind of the kitchen crew back of the house. Right. No, the ones that um, stand out in the front and they roll all the rolls. I'll put it this way. Those guys put back in, back in the house. <laughs> All right, Carol, do you, Carol, can you do us a favor, sweetheart? Can you can you have sure. a drink? And then I'm going to need you to keep going on that last task that we talked about, please. Okay, and next time I come up, I'll remember the Lysol because it's not great. I, I don't, you know, okay, just do your shot, Carol. I okay. keep telling these guys, Carol, they don't clean up after themselves, Carol. Okay. <laughs> no, it's give me a shot real quick, though. There you go, boo. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Ah. Ah, what did I come up here for? I know. I'm, I'm just going to go. Okay, Carol. Thanks, Care Bear. Thanks, Bye. Carol. Bye. Oh, that was fun. Oh, Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, so my, first of all, that my, ha- my microphone smells like Red Hots now. Yeah. That's it's weird. like she's dipped no, in cinnamon. She eats um, hot tamales. Oh, it's hot tamales. But she yeah. calls him tamales. She's and a strange one. And it's infuriating. And I have a, I'm, I'm afraid that her taking that shot of her net... Um, is almost like coming out of hypnosis because she's going to remember some shit. Oh my God. Bob, you better hope she doesn't because you don't remember anything. We had a weird night with the back of the, back of the house boys. Yeah. Yeah. And this, what we just did Did right now, this was a, this was a free form kind of review of the product. (laughs) This is sort of like a, you know, like an avant-garde approach, almost like an interpretive dance. It is. It's an interpretive podcast version of a review. David Lynch does Fernet Bronco. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's little Terry Gilliam. It's Terry Gilliam. (laughs) Terry Lynch. There's going to be a a little person singing backwards pretty soon in Italian. Oh, yeah. That's what's happening. Um, Fernie Branca. It's great. It tastes like like the, the best cough syrup you've never wanted to have. But once you can dig in deep and find its roots and find what makes it so enjoyable, there's nothing on the planet like it. There's not a single liquor or cordial or aperitif or digestive I've ever had between Amaro's and this and that. This is a very, very, very special alcohol because it tastes like nothing else on the planet. It's true. There's nothing else Uh, like it. The closest thing that it gets compared to, which is so unfair and gross, is uh, Jägermeister. Which is not even. Well, it's because of the color and the slight bit of botanical. It's the only thing that you can describe to somebody that's ever tried anything like this. 
I do that all the time. It's I go imagine Jagermeister with a lot more botanical flavor. It's totally dry well, and I, with way more booze. Well, in it. what I what I say is it's Jagermeister, but good. Yeah, with no sugar. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Jagermeister good. Well, and then you all you the gotta do out. is put it in Red Bull, and it makes it just a wonderful elixir that helps. Vagy you- bombs. <laughs> That's right. Is that a, is that a Jager bomb? Jager no, bomb. Vegas bomb is crowned with it's peach crowned schnapps, with peach schnapps and in Red, Red Bull. Bull, and it's disgusting. Vegas bomb. That's Vegas. a Vegas bomb. Those are Vegas. So Jager someone bomb decided a Jagermeister and Red they Bull. They purposely yeah. went out. Oh yeah, and put Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Peach schnapps. It's like yes, it's sir. one count of peach Red schnapps. Bull. Yeah. Yes. You drop it in Red Bull and you slam it and then you punch your frat brother in the face. <laughs> and they right. did that on purpose. And then yes. you date Hank. And then, right oh. afterwards. <laughs> Vegies. Vegie um, bombs. So anyway, um, that's what we're doing today. Uh, Bobby picked up some Fernie Branca. It's f- it, it, we had to hit the reset, guys. So right. that's where we are. Factory we've, default. Guys, we've been doing this for years. We've drank everything. I mean, there's not a lot of new. Oh, there's left. plenty. When I went um, to Star the other day, there was plenty, but like I know that half of those are going to be duds. You know, they're going to be misfires. Yeah. How many under sixty have we had? Oh, that's the thing All is everything them. new I see come out is always top shelf, like yeah. sixty to eighty dollars. Any, any asshole can go spend three hundred bucks on Whistle Pig. I get it. We're trying to do the Lord's work and to give you people right. between twenty and thirty and forty dollars. Oh, so I'm an asshole bangers. for bringing the fifty dollar bottle. Last oh, week. by the way, Bobby, and we have a finished it. Of course he does. He, he should have took oh, it down, bro. Oh, yeah. I took it down. Took What's it down, later in the bottle no. and deeper into your psyche? Can you give us a, cool. an update on what it's? Um, there might have been this, something. This going would bleed on. into a sort of a life update, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, I had a long conversation with an ex girlfriend. Was it an ex girlfriend or was it like an apparition that you called your ex girlfriend? <laughs> she was in a white Victorian era dress, floating. She was physically in my garage. We had a lovely little talk. It was nothing bad. Um, okay. And then I gave her a hug and I, you know, told her she should go home. And she did was like, sh- I need to go home. Did she put her finger in her butt? And the negative. And, and then and she turned around and went to walk away. We all noticed the bomb that you duct taped to the back of her sweatshirt. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Terrible. I'm joking. Um, no, of course. Uh, it was nice, actually. Um, we had a great conversation. I then proceeded to drink eat and shove everything I had in my house in my face. Okay, in your, so in your holes. You just you basically just telegraphed that you lied to us. You're like it was a great conversation, it was fine, didn't bring up any emotional trauma or anything. And then I ate and drank my feelings well, for nobody, fucking 2 hours. Dude, nobody, I don't care how well or civil your relationship with your ex is. Yeah. It's never feels good. That's Those true. people that are like, "Oh, I'm great friends with my ex." I'm like, Bullshit. "That's not healthy." I'm sorry, it's not, dude. That's not that normal. That works on television. It's not normal, like man. the Jerry and Elaine and I'm not does talking, not work. I'm, I'm it's, not, it's probably normal, like three years from now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not you talking about I mean? a chick Even you dated that. a few times. I'm talking about somebody you lived with, you were married to, like a long-term, heavy-duty, yeah. committed relationship. There's no way you're friend. You're not going out to have a movie and talk. No. What are you talking about? No. What are you going to talk about? Um, remember you, that one time when we used to be in love and everything all fell apart? Remember that one? Yeah. You remember March? Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Brit. All of March. <laughs> hey, that but, was your that was your replacement of March Madness. Instead the, I, of basketball, oh, it I, was yeah. madness within. It was the Saint yeah. Ides of March. I was <laughs> I was uh, I was in John Carpenter's <laughs> Mouth of Madness. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Neill, great movie. Loved it. I don't Thank care what you. anybody says. Thank you. Best anyway, HP Lovecraft. So Thank you, Adaptation sir. of Until yeah. Thank you. 
Until tonight. Until tonight. <gasps> We've got Lovecraft country. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. How's sure. your life going? You well, excited about oh, that tonight? Oh, Rex moved in fully. Oh, well, that's a I big should, step there, What man. I should say is she's been living with me for the last month and a half, but she now officially got rid of her place. Okay. Uh, she wasn't at her She place, was giving but... you the month and a half like trial to be like, okay, if we can live with each other, no, we was... don't get on each other's skin for some reason. It was more of the white supremacist wife beater that lived below her. Well, it's why she moved in with you. Right. Yeah. So that was really why. And I mean, whatever the catalyst was, so be it. But I couldn't be happier. Now we've combined forces, a la Zan and Jaina, and a form of ice slide, form of... Peregrine Falcon. Did uh, you just reference the fucking Super Friends? Go fuck yourself, sir. Wonder Twin uh, Powers Wonder activate. Wonder Twin Powers activate. By the way, still the best costume nobody's ever done for Halloween. Anyway. People do it all the time. Great. Yeah, I, know, I see but, it online. I see it on Instagram. Yeah, kind of. But are they white? Yeah. Yeah, so fuck off. So, so number one, life's doing great. Couldn't be happier. Um, I got... My house looks like a fucking complete hostel there's <laughs> shit everywhere and couches and weird stuff Wait, like a hostel the actual accommodation or hostel the movie by eli roth no the eli roth movie. oh sweet yeah, so there's, there's just girls there's eyeballs everywhere plasma on the floor yeah sean blood and plasma how are you doing in your life and times i'm doing okay <laughs> i've decided that i want to be like don Knotts. there's plasma why? everywhere why i've never seen so much plasma <laughs> I'm doing plasma, okay. dog I'm, plasma. I'm doing great. I did a really challenging hike with my cousin Emiko, who came to town from Denver. Her and her man Greg came to visit us. They came to mostly mountain bike the fuck so out of this area. So she's your cousin, but you never a- answered me. Is she hot? I can't. Well, she's my cousin. She's in good shape. Come Emmy? on. Yeah. yeah. Have you met she's my cousin Emmy? Girl. I know Emmy. Emmy Cole. Co. Emiko. Co. Emiko. Yeah. No, her name's Emiko, my cousin. But don't I know her? No. Do you know my half Japanese cousin from Denver? Oh, no. Yeah. That's what I That's weird, Bobby. Sorry. Um, Is she half Hakone? Wait, hang on. Yes, my aunt. Yes, my aunt's. uh, (laughs) My aunt is first. Was first generation. Her parents came over here right before World War II. Oh, how did that uh, work out? It was pretty rough, man. They were in the internment camps because they were in San Francisco. So it was bad. But they were always like, I was like their other. They would always come to like her birthday parties and stuff. And her uh, grandmother worked for Sanrio that makes like all the Hello Kitty and all that shit. Oh shit! So even I would constantly, she would be bringing us this shit that wasn't necessarily like boy toys, but it was always in of candy and i'll tell you this something about that bubble gum sanrio hello kitty bubble gum was the best taste of bubble hello gum. kitty bubble gum is mm-hmm. he talking about vaginas i can only imagine that the internment camps were kind of <laughs> unpleasant they were one star wait but a minute how were how was the food <laughs> oh my god seriously what do you think they had accommodations like shit the on a shingle dude shit they on eating, a shingle. yeah they were eating mres probably mres dude now listen to this go find me a history book Ladies and gentlemen that have children, do you remember history? Remember world history? That one class you had that one time? Yep. Um, I didn't read anything about internment camps. We did an extensive thing at my school about internment camps. You were they from that area. I was old, But yeah. what I'm saying, even in LA, I didn't know there were internment camps since I was an oh, adult. Well, why would they tell you about all wow. the atrocities we've done? To the victors yeah, go the spoils, I, I didn't right? learn that in high school. I can, I didn't, I can piggyback on that. Um, the only time I, I didn't learn really about those things, um, until I found Howard Zen. Mm. There you go. And did his you know, history of the world, people's history of the world, which is uh, mandatory. Or, no, people's history of the United States, mandatory uh, reading, mandatory sir. reading history is told by the 
fucked over and oppressed. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's when you learned that we would shove, you know, several dozen Chinese people into a fucking mine shaft and blow yep. it up. Yep. Yep. And then just get a bunch of new ones. Yep. Because mm-hmm. they were worn out. Because they were worn out. They were tired. Um, that's where yeah. you can learn about Tulsa. Mm-hmm. That's where you yes. can learn about... Um, the, the just the absolute atrocities. That Tra- this, and, and I'm not. I'm not yeah. And I'm not. Hey, listen. Every country has its foibles. Every country has its dark history. That's fucking what's up. But the fact that like you go look at books like John. That's why I, I told you about that that last John Oliver. Yeah. And it was so impactful to me to watch it with Rex was because he basically went down the line and was like. You've got black teachers reading out of books that says slaves were happy because we gave mm-hmm. them sandwiches. Or they like, have schools doing like exercises in quotes where they're like, okay, half the class is going to be slave owners. Half the class is slaves. This is and recent. Get, it's yeah. And I'm like, mm, I don't think necessarily that's the way to go about Ooh. this. And if but, you're going to do it, though. Do it for real. Like, take these kids out and have them sign waivers and, and be like, this is what it was really like. And you guys are the ones that are left alive. <laughs> you can, we'll see you in class on fucking Monday. So speaking of uh, actionable uh, businesses that steal money, Bobby, you were talking about college football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my heavens. <laughs> Earlier you were, and it was really interesting because I'm not – I'm an NFL guy all day, all day. You're very, you're very much involved in collegiate athletics. You like watching yeah, fan that. of the hoops. So, and my question was, in, in why don't you tell the audience what you were saying to us by virtue of it being canceled and who was doing what, when? Well, it's really interesting because I've always considered the NCAA to be one of the more preposterously corrupt, yeah. couldn't agree awful more. fucking organizations so FIFA on planet Earth. Is, is um, FIFA more corrupt? And this really does dovetail out of slave owners Amen. really fucking well. Amen. Because those kids that get their scholarships, and obviously, okay, you're getting a scholarship. You're getting a ride. You're whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, scholarship athletes, I think, are still treated They're like, indentured servants. Thank you. They're indentured servants. And uh, they are beholden. And we're having a weird moment in time all of a sudden where things are changing a little bit in that regard. Um, for one thing, obviously, we're underneath this COVID stuff, uh, which makes it really, really difficult for all of these you know, athletic leagues to... Uh, put together a season and make their money and try not to lose money, try not to lose money. Right. And so colleges, let's be honest, like in the big 10, like if you are a scholarship athlete at Penn state playing football, you're making that university a lot of money. Millions. Um, There's a a kid. And so like one of the first kids um, in the country to come out and just be like, no, I'm not doing this. I don't give a shit. Uh, is this guy named Micah Parsons, and he's mm. a, he's like a sophomore at Penn State. Wow. Yeah, and he's also a goddamn savage dude, savage <laughs> yeah, right. freak of nature. I mean, like <laughs> literally, probably a top three pick in the NFL draft, right. no matter what. Right. Yeah, you know, a two hundred forty five pound middle linebacker that can fucking cover Everybody? any tight end yeah. that can go downhill. The hill, he you know, one of those kind of kids, right? And he came out and he opted out very very quickly, just saying, you know what. My shit's on tape. 
You guys know what I am. Yeah. Yep. I'll go to the combine if if there's a combine because we don't even know, don't even know if, if there's a combine. when or how that you happens. You could do a combine safely. Let's be I honest. think you could do a combine safely. I just don't think they're going to do it on the normal schedule. No, I think it's going yeah. to be at a different time. Uh, and what they're talking about right now, the NCAA, is moving this season kind of to the spring. Hmm. Um, but is that even – I mean, we're not looking at even having a vaccine or being any better than we are right now. With I think we would to... be closer, obviously, but – So it's a tentative like, – okay. Push so back to the just very tentative. This was always weird for me. Just real quick, sorry, Bobby, no, no, because I want you to talk about this because it's very interesting to me. Because college athletics are completely different professional athletics. Yeah, obviously, not, I don't know a lot about um, it either. But the thing that I think is a misnomer that people get wrapped up on, they keep talking about a vaccine. The fastest vaccine ever made, but took five years. Yeah, yeah. So the thought that we're going to make a vaccine in under a year. It's a little bit you're over your skis, but I don't care if the whole world's working on it. You still need to do hard fix trials. And, well, that, and there's that a lot of people with, just working on treatments at this point. And that a lot of the, dollars have shifted to how do we give something that helps with the symptoms, keeps people alive, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and not for nothing. And, you know, it's so and once funny. you get it, you can't take a vaccine once you get it. Vaccines only work if before you got it, right? That. that yeah, well, va- no, vaccine is beforehand. It doesn't matter once you have it, you have it. Yeah, but if you get it, that's but, an antidote. But right? again, <laughs> you're doing a vaccine to a one particular thing. It doesn't deal with mutations. It doesn't. So uh, anyway, it's like well, a forty to sixty percent. Anyway, Bobby, I'm a, sorry. A vaccine just, is an innocuous version of the of the actual of the disease. Yes, and a good one works fifty fifty or forty yes. sixty percent yeah. of the time. Yeah, and it creates antibodies that, in theory, protect you from the disease going forward. That specific disease. Now, because this is such a young uh, disease that we're all dealing with, it's we don't even know if the antibodies last. Because We still haven't done that no. yet. And when I said natural antibodies, people were like losing symptoms, getting rid of it, and then a lot of people, all of a sudden, it came back and they tested for zero antibodies. Well, the thought, so the thought being that yeah. the more the, the, those germaphobe people that have been around for the last 10 years, the Purell bunch, like that have been around for the last 10 years and have a shitty immune system. They're fucked. Like, that's why I never used any of that shit. I was never a believer. Like, give me all the germs, bro. It's mostly, I I swim in a lot of ponds. Obviously. Uh, Irrigation ditches. Totally. You lap up standing, any standing water. Any standing blackish Mm -hmm. fluid. You make a point of licking door handles and toilet seats. I do. Every Um, place you go. Dirty Um, homeless anal. Those, uh... Obviously. But I'm the butthole obsessed. <laughs> Those poles <laughs> on the trolley. Licking poles? Just mm-hmm. just lick the fuck out of it. I, I mean, just it. sit there and pole lick. Good for you. Mm-hmm. For, Good for you. For, for a God. lot. So, so I'm, no. dude, no, we digress. It, it, yeah. so, so with college football, you're saying basically college football has been canceled outside of well, a few conferences. A few conferences. Some of the big fives, uh, I think, I, I don't remember exactly, but I know the Big 12 kind of came out very recently and said they're going to play football. What about the SEC? It's going to be interconference, so they're just going to play each other. Other, right so it's going to be an abbreviated college football system so it means literally nothing nothing it's just a money grab or trying For sure. to you're just going to get tv people, deals bro yeah get and those tv deals because that's the only money they can make at this point you know and yeah, nobody's going to school per the, se. and we're talking about the ncaa as a total but if you the ncaa is worried about their own problems a ton of these colleges, they look at like the these basketball and football programs don't just pay for every other sport that they're canceling because oh, they no. can't. They also pay for a ton of academic programs. So you're talking about some colleges are actually going to 
fucking shut down. Some, you're just like, we're, we don't have an observatory anymore because we lost a year of revenue that right. kept this right. niche program we had afloat. Yeah. Planetariums are done. They're fucking done, bro. Who are the assholes in the astronomy fucking I feel college? like we get it. Like, they're stars. They're stars, bro. It's all good. Get it? I mean, we the planet. to the stars, Bobby. Listen, the planet's flat. We all know it. We live in a bubble. We know this. Jesus know. wrote dinosaurs 4,000 Can we move fucking on already? Well, and this will be in my clutch of pearls. No, I'm just kidding. You're gonna give it. <laughs> so, but but no, it's gonna be because NCAA affects professional sports. So, what happens with the draft? Who are they? Is there gonna be? Pro, we were talking. Is there gonna be pro football? No, nope. we talked about that last week. We don't know. Like, I don't know, man. It, it, but I will say, what's your over under for us getting back to something? Because it, it's never gonna be the same. When do you guys honestly think we're gonna be able to look and go, wow, it's finally over? This time, uh, spring of 2022. You think it's going to take over a year and a half? Yeah. Wow. I mean, Bobby, we are seeing I unprecedented wouldn't. growth in the ability for people to share their work with each other across the world while they're developing I vaccines. Agree. But, and that's the first time that we've seen. And the thing is, this is the first time we've seen in modern history where a com- almost complete economic collapse worldwide. People, the highest echelon people losing this much money this quickly. That's when all of a sudden the motivation to get this shit done faster than it's ever done before is unprecedented. Like we, it could get done faster, but I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to be back to normal, normal. I mean, I keep hearing things like movie theaters aren't going to be a thing. Yeah, no, I, that's my opinion. And I, I was think, like, that's you basically are ripping my heart know, out of my but chest. But I think the paradigm has shifted. Like I think right. our life has shifted. We've, we're looking at a new chapter of human history. This is who we are now. And yep. there's going to be some semblance of this. I don't think there's, there may ever be a time again when we don't see masks around. Um, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, no, you know, it's funny, though. Like, like that's for a while. Culturally, masks have been a big part of Asian communities for, for fucking decades. 50 years. And, it start, and it's a courtesy. It's like when someone's feeling sick, yes. they put it on. To, and I'm like, I'm probably going to do that from now on. Like, yeah. it makes you sense know? when I'm sick, you know? put it on. Just saying, bro. Yeah. We already but ripped Bobby, the band-aid off with this shit, however long it takes all the idiots that are be like, this is my silent, this is my peaceful protest against the fascist government telling me I got to cover my face. Uh, I think my favorite thing is the, the swastika masks now. Ugh. You just Pretty wear a chill. swastika Pretty mask. Chill. But their claim being, oh, no, I'm being super ironic because yes. you guys are the Nazis. Oh, yeah. You're the fascist for oh my making God, me I, wear oh this. Oh, my God, I get it. You Thanks know? for explaining But that. he doesn't realize Except, how meta he just turned the joke into he, yeah. he just ruined. And that shit's happening in Farmington. I've seen some no. pictures from Farmington, Walmart, and other places. Not, dude, listen to me. If you want to come, if you want to come and be in my proximity with that. You're going to get fucking torched. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I'm, or sis. I, I am not going to outwardly fucking attack you or do any some weird shit. But I'm telling you right now, if we lock eyes. There will be head shaking and a f- motherfucker coming out of my mouth. And if oh, you got, if you want smoke, I can tell you right now, you if you get smoke, son. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a you know a member of the tribe, and I am not a Red Sea pedestrian. You come walking towards me with a fucking swastika. We have a problem. We're probably going to have an issue. We no, have a if I see a guy like with his family with a swastika mask on, I would, you know, do, I usually I key his car, but I think I'm going to key his kids' faces. I'm just going to just run down the line, like now, <laughs> right across all their shitty eyeballs. So this is my natural <laughs> progression. It goes Nazi flag, and the same people that would have that then go to a Confederate flag. And then the same people who do that now have American flag. 
And you got to look for the shade of American the, flag the, the, based the, on the what. The fact that you have co-opted our country's flag, and now that you see an American flag on the back of a fucking lifted F-150, you know who that guy is. Yes. Yeah, I don't need to even talk to you. The fact that you just have the I country's mean, flag. Well, and it also has the chrome ball sack hanging off the trailer right. hitch in the back. <sighs> Chances are he's my cousin. Chad. <laughs> Chad. Cousin Bobby. Uh, cousin Bobby with an I. Cousin Bobby's pr- progressive, though. Um, um, but when do you think the Rona is going to end? Honestly, when do you think we're going to be able to go, we're done with that? I mean. Honestly, what's your gut telling you? I, 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 I think a year and a half from now is a very conservative estimate. We're wow. not done with this. Yeah, I was being optimistic with my. <laughs> See, and I'm going to say because just because we're such money hungry uh, and the people that have the money need the money. That we're going to be, I think, next summer, even though I'm not saying it's going to be gone because it won't be. But I think by next summer, it's there's the flood. <laughs> by the beginning open. of next summer, you will see the uh, the great like collateral damage argument of, you know what? There is a huge risk that this will spread again. But um, it's between that anymore. or a complete economic, like a complete, not just a depression, not a we're talking about going back to the not, right. relatively going back to the dark ages almost. I think my last Globally. my last point on the whole issue would be that because we are as a society are so capable of desensitization. Wow, I can't say the word desensitization. There you go. Um, we get desensitized to fucking everything, and at some point we're going to be like, eh, two thousand people a day, eh. big fucking deal, right? Like Jesus, you know what I mean? It's right. just I think I don't think the virus is not going to change for us. Hmm. Our perspective is going to change. Amen. That's yep. what I'm saying. And I think there's a point by next summer where we all look at each other. And it's what I said a fucking six months ago, which is either open it all up or close it all down. But what we're doing now it doesn't have a fucking end game. And that's what should have happened. It should have been jumped on earlier and just we would be down talking about this anecdotally at this point. We would be six weeks in. But anyway, enough of that, Rona, y'all. Sean. I yes, have a sir. question for you. Mm-hmm. Did we lock down the sponsor that I think we locked down because I was hearing fucking whispers. I heard Carol talking to Kevin, and I didn't know if that was a lockdown. Yeah, and you said you had a surprise for us. Did we get the sponsor? We I got think it. we got <gasps> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, I really oh, by believe the way, in this pull, project. Thanks for pulling that end around and rehiring Kevin. We appreciate that. I we mean, needed the help. I get Dude, the board of directors made a decision. You don't know what well, you got you until it Bobby, You know what, Bobby? After two weeks of you making executive decisions... Somebody had to do something. We've never been better. (laughs) From the folks that brought you Churlish and Queer Eye for the Clan Guy comes a fresh new take on a decidedly tired concept. What happens when you take eight single lily white wooks from various corners of the Pacific Northwest and put them all in a thousand foot yurt in Durango, Colorado? My name's Jobrias. I'm a level three vegan, a turquoise belt in capoeira, and a level six paladin in World of Warcraft classic. Yo soy Willow, because English isn't the only language spoken in this country, (laughs) okay? I don't eat anything that dies before we consume it. Did you know that McDonald's is responsible for the genocide of over 100,000 potatoes a second? Hi, my name's Stuart, pronounced Stuart. My name has an umlaut because it makes a smiley face, which makes me happy. I've been a breathitarian for three months now, which means I exist only on the universe's energy, transferenced through my lungs from Gaia's giving air womb. 
And what happens when these wooks stop saying namaste and start saying nama freak out? I can't believe you like fish more than widespread, you fucking fascist! Who took my fucking sacred mason jar out of the fridge? Um, I saw an empty jar in there, so I used it to store my clean piss. <laughs> but, but that had the breath of the Dalai Lama in it, and I was gonna off that for the next century and a half, you fucking savage! I was gonna take it to Bonnaroo! Looking for love! Available exclusively on Animal Planet Plus. I would, I would go so far as to say that's a really relevant sponsor. Yeah. Um, Woke awareness is necessary. We talked last week about uh, love on the spectrum. Yes. And and our favorite much, human being ever, Mike. We, we love those humans, and we're looking out for them. Um, if this reality show could provide some similar happiness. It could. To equally afflicted. Thanks for turning off your Sibian. I got um, uh, the Irish Sibian. I was, I was almost finished. <laughs> you were keeping calm, too. I could just see those beads of sweat starting yeah. to come down your Have head. Have you guys ever done this? Have you guys ever like talked to your significant other or girlfriend or whatever, wife, whatever? We've all been there in different ways, shapes, and forms. Sure. Have you ever went, okay, I'm going to go jerk off in the shower. You go beat off in the bed. No. We're going to get together and meet. It's pretty cool. I've never done that. I just it's always been that. like, let's just go fuck somewhere. I know, but she it's kind of that time when ladies I mean, uh, need to be alone. Ah. Uh, so when they shed their insides? When they when they drop the fallopes? <laughs> when they're going full fallopes, bro? Wow. Just dropping a layer. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, while they're molting? <laughs> oh molting. I'll take it a step further. I've actually been in relationships where I'm like, do you want to go to bed? Not touch each other even a little bit, but we'll just like throw on some porn. Yeah, and we're, and we're just gonna take care of it, and let's see who gets to the finish line yeah. first. It's yeah. almost a horse race. <sighs> oh, Jesus, well, it's shit. so dope. Well, speaking yeah. of was not so, touching, we highly recommend that you not reach out and touch us. It's a, it's a, it's rolling the dice. But if you want to call us, you can. You can call us at nine seven zero four two six five three four four. What? Nine seven zero four two six five three four four and leave us a voicemail. Ask us a question, suggest a song, movie, TV show, internet video, whatever you want, or you can hit us up through email whiskey reel with an e in whiskey at gmail.com or on social media at whiskey reel. And speaking of suggesting a song, we have two voicemails today that talk about songs, Fuck so we're going to let here. those dovetail into our media segment. But we're going to start off. With our friend John Brown, who Captain has called, John. John Brown, the lost fourth member of the podcast. Wait, can we, can we, before we get into that, Bobby, can you, like, is, is, is he taking advantage of this? He is. Of course. Can he, this can, is his outlet. Bobby, can I you do him. me a favor though? And just take a moment to say, cause I, I like, that was my one big warm fuzzy oh. of the week. Can you talk to us about what John said after his segment and what we talked about with love on the spectrum and everything? Well, and okay. Without yeah, putting his shit on sure. front street. And I, I'm not going to put him on front street. Um, but John um, is a beautiful father. He's got three beautiful kids. I've met one of them. The girl one seems nice. 
<laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> why does that? Why does that sound horrible? Even though it isn't. I, he said okay, nothing wrong. Bobby. So backstory on that, real quick. Real quick, uh, we were doing virtual trivia nights. Yes, and we had a tiebreaker, and John asked me and his other friend, "What is the name of my daughter?" <laughs> 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 Which I haven't met his daughter. He lives in St. Augustine. Right. I haven't been out there yet. I'm struggling to think of her name right now. Um, so my answer to his tiebreaker trivia question was the girl one. <laughs> the girl one. Didn't super go over well with he or his lovely bride, yeah, Lindsay. 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 It it's Lindsay, right? Oh, I don't man. know. Um, <laughs> so we talked last week uh, about Love on the Spectrum which we all just fucking adore. It's a love fantastic um, show. One of John's uh, beautiful kids um, is dealing with that issue right. on some level. Um, it's challenging. It's tough when you're a parent. I couldn't imagine. Uh, of a young person like that. And he made the comment to us that he really, really appreciated the words, you know, um, and, and the call out for that show because in his words, he said, you know, that's that's a show that I watch because it does nothing but give me hope. Mm. Yeah. It mm. gives me hope for Wyatt's future, um, mm. that he's going to have a normal life. He's going to have love and he's going to, you know what I mean? And like, I thought that was really fucking it, amazing. It and broke me hope, up when Bobby yeah. texts that to me. He's like, and John, I hope that just, doesn't bother John to kind of put him out on mm, that. But I think I, he'd I, be proud. Just I hope because he is, man, because he sounds, dude, he honestly, like I, I have one kid and being Bobby, you, you've had a kid like you still have one actually. He, they're just grown now, so they're me, people. I'm thinking about maybe getting a dog, but babies never live, Sean. <laughs> um, but, but no, like it's it's a very challenging thing to be a parent, be a good parent. The fact that he and his I can only imagine saint of a wife with three children during a pandemic having to and deal dealing with, with the, John. Dealing with, she's married to John. Amen, amen. That, he may seem like a handful, um, but no, the fact that they're able to do that is just I mean a testament to the kind of people. Just they are. her voicemail stress alone, just because he. You may think that he just does this to us. He does this to us once a week. All of her voicemails, multiple times a day, are him doing riffs and characters, and she's just over it. Yeah, yes. probably. <laughs> so speaking of him, yeah, this one's not uh, charactery, but um, I, he really appreciates us bringing up a certain TV show. Um, let's listen. Hey, boys, uh, John Brown here. Um, I just wanted to call and uh, thank you for your recommendation last week for uh, um, the Umbrella Academy completely uh, binge shit. It was excellent. Um, my favorite part was when uh, Alan Rickman um, cheated on his wife, played by Emma Thompson, and it was just soul-crushing because she, like, she had a beautiful scene where she just cries and cries and cries to, uh, to this beautiful Joni Mitchell song, and uh, it was heartbreaking, and it was one of the, the best scenes I've, I've ever seen in cinema. Um, also, at the end, when the... Uh, Little girl sings the Mariah Carey song at the talent show. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was wonderful. It was uh, just very, very heartwarming. Stop. Uh, so the um, Umbrella Academy, I really enjoyed it. So uh, keep up with the good recommendations. All right. Fuck you guys. Fuck you too, John. <laughs> fuck you um, too. Okay. So am I wrong or am I right? Did 
did he think he was watching Umbrella Academy and then was watching Love Actually again? No, he's just trying to shove that fucking bayonet of Love Actually I, further into don't Bobby's they call torso. That shoehorning. I would tell you that there's a very good chance he's watching Love Actually right, right now. now. He and his gorgeous wife Lindsay watched that movie. Way to backtrack. Um, way to backtrack. Yeah, way to try to win her back in your good graces. It's very Not much happening. on the regular. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, my little Lenzo, she and I are pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. You haven't slept with her yet, right? Um, no. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> good Lord. What? Why does it always go know. there? I, because, because this is what we do. It's what we do, brother. He talks about poop. All right, we I had, talk about infidelity. Dick we had, noodles. We had one weird night. <laughs> yeah. We had a few shot days. Ooh. You know, it got a little strange. So, <laughs> did you did, have you heard the Sade and fucking mad, <laughs> mad villain mash? It's Sade villain for real, dude. No, I'm not, fuck dude. Off. Fuck you, MF Doom and Sade. Anyway, John, thank you, thank you, John. We love you, John. John, we appreciate you sticking it to I Bobby. I can't. Well, ooh, because neither of us. I mean, or all of us. We d- all despise love. Actually, we've. Uh, Aaron's never seen it probably we've all stuck care. it to Bobby is that what you said no John was because of his love actually hate and John's <laughs> you've love probably actually all love. stuck it to me with love actually hey. playing in the background Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have a screen crafted to your eyelids by the way I hate that I'm I mean, not watching that I, I've i never seen it guys I, I, I only know it through it's fucking you know aura the last time John Brown visited me um, a couple of years ago we made <laughs> We made my current girlfriend at that time, who we know, uh, watch that movie with us. <laughs> she hated it so much that it extended our relationship a year and a half. <laughs> Sometimes hate is as powerful as love. Um, when you have a, <laughs> There's well, the real message of that movie. You should do a sequel. Kind of a Hitler a and Lebron. What? <laughs> Oh my god! Kind of dynamic. Just in the bunker, just like, for like okay. no. Did Hitler ice Ava or did Ava ice Hitler and then killed themselves? Like which one went first? Because nobody will ever know. But what do you think? I figure they both took it at the same time and then like no, went, it went was like, like the, the couple shot. in the, the a, Titanic and just got into bed. Shot. And for it was fucking. a gunshot. It wasn't inside. It. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, they just blew their brains out. Yeah. Or yeah. allegedly, yeah. There's a there's a Ruger out there somewhere that Hitler killed himself with. Okay, so if you want that. Is it more of an anti-Hitler thing, or do you think like Nazis are looking? For no, that I shit? think I think that's got to be a progressive liberal that owns Hitler's death gun. Yeah, which by the way, one of the better names for a punk rock band is Hitler's, Hitler's death, death gun. gun. Jesus, <laughs> you don't think it's you could have Hitler in the name without good. it being? Um, hmm. Our next, what else do we have? So we're now we're going to get into our music <laughs> segment because uh, one of my good friends, Dan, uh, the Lazarus man, Lazarus. Called in. Is his last name actually Lazarus? Yeah, his name's Dan Lazarus. Oh, yeah. God. That a, gives you so much room. He was a punk rock DJ in San Jose for a while. He was the only guy doing like the underground punk shit. So that's his. You, oh, you mean Green Day? No, like it was like <laughs> underground <laughs> punk shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you, South Bay. So, Dan, what do you, uh, what do you got to say? What up? Dan Lazarus here, a.k.a. The Lazarus Man, a.k.a. Evil Laz 905-E-V-I-L-A-Z-905 on TikTok. I got a request. <laughs> wow. Real. Could you please, please, please play I Saw Your Money by the Suicidal Tendencies? Peace out. 
Good poll. By the way, you are so weenie in the butt. <laughs> Wait, so what song is it? Send me your money. Send me your money. Send, Send me your, your money. money. Suicidal okay. tendencies. Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we? Dopest little hooks. We should talk. Usually, institution is kind of the, the 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 hallmark of suicidal tendencies. But you guys forget, or no? I mean, I'm saying I'm talking to nobody when I say that. But I'm saying uh, suicidal tendencies had this weird run. They turned into a, like infected mushrooms, right? Infectious groups. Infectious groups. Why did I say infectious mushrooms? Because they changed. Head. They brought in like the Slayer bases. Yeah, some that was shit a like super group. Yeah. Was infected grooves, but. Um, suicidal tendencies, infectious grooves, infectious grooves, dot, dot, dot is in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But suicidal tendencies was almost like it. You remember in, uh, the movie colors, there was 12, uh, 21st street. Yes. Which was the white guy and the Mexican guy and the black guy. And they just took everybody in. That was suicidal tendencies. Yeah. It just felt like a mishmash of LA. Because that was about as L.A. as L.A. gets by virtue of cholo, black, white, fucking let's go, dude. And, and man, they created their own style. That was Venice Beach, flipped up brims, like fucking plaid, fucking, they had the fucking, uh, what do they call Pendletons up to the top. Yeah. Like, Lokes on, dude, Chucks, Dickies. They were like, like cholo punk. And nobody yes. had ever done that before. No one and had the, ever done that. Ever before. done that before. So fuck yeah, Dan. Suicidal brother. And that's a good pull on Show Me Your Money. Like I was more of a Art of Rebellion suicidal Art, tendency. Yeah, I, I always yeah. found that to be a Send really me your money. great fucking album. Send Sand money. Me show me the money. You're thinking of that crow shit. It is like no, I know what I'm talking about. Just, you're there's a different, of Jerry Maguire, there's a different album called Art of Rebellion oh. that I prefer. He prefers it. Whatever. Because it was a little more indie punk, kind of like hipster. It was more hipster. It was a little more bougie. Noise Family Curation presents the <laughs> suicidal tendency songs that matter. <laughs> I've available through Time Life. I've seen Suicidal like three times. Oh, fuck I've, only, little, I've only seen it really? once. I got I've a little street cred. And, nice. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm from LA and I've only seen it once. Because right. by the time... We were of age. They were not. They they were those guys always, are seventy years old. They were <laughs> always in Albuquerque. Always, really in Albuquerque. I'm crazy. And doesn't that make sense, sir? It makes all the fucking the sense filthy in the world. Fuck yeah! Nice. Do it. Right, suicidal let's listen to it. Fizzles. This was yeah. like Cholo Black Flag, dude. It was Cholo like Cholo Black, Black Flag. Flag. Cholo Black Flag. It like a fucking Fugazi bass line. Mm, I don't like, know about Fugazi. It was more, it felt like Black Flag to me. But Fugazi yeah. was a little bit like. I couldn't tell you the fucking Black Flag bassist if I put. If he, you, if you he could, shit in your mouth. Yeah. No, if that guy. Speaking of Sean. If that guy sat in my lap I do, and like gave me a shit hand job, I would not know that <laughs> fucking guy. Gave you a guy. sad, awkward hand Just job. Just an awkward, dry but hand French job. But French, French style. French style? Over With, upside down? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, French style, no lube, no thanks. Thank you, sir. But just the, the, the pointer finger and the thumb. No other contact. It's so uncomfortable. Um, thank no, you so anyways. much, Dan. That suicidal shit is, That's you're dope. talking near and dear to my guy. heart. What a guy. Uh, because, you know, as you know, Dan, I'm an L.A. boy. So 
Um, that's what's up, yeah. sir. Um, Sean, we Next have one, one more, right? Yes, we have a, a listener. God, um, you guys my... are... By the way, thank you guys. Yeah, and thank you guys for calling you're doing. It's amazing. The whole point of this is that you guys tell us what to do, and then we follow through with it. It makes us have to prep less. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you didn't have to say that, Sean. <laughs> I'm just I'm honest. Why is it he, really does help. He though. always so has to pull the curtain honest. back. Always. Fucking wizard of fucking schnoz. He's never going to miss a chance to be all like, I do so much work. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. That was pretty perfect. Speaking of people that like to take the piss out of me, uh, this this lady is a very young listener of my other podcast, Nerds on Film, and she used to call in. I used to say, hey, give us hate mail um, as a joke during every single like feedback segment. And so she started, she's like, Sean always asked for a hate mail. So she came up with a stream of consciousness, like the worst insults she could come up with. Uh, and, uh, so I thought that's what she was going to be doing here, but she's been listening to our podcast and she, she has some the- music for us. So yeah. Hello there. Risky real. My name is Ellie. Aaron and Bobby don't know me, but Sean certainly does. How you doing, you geriatric toucan, Sam? I'm going to just assume that your fast two and a quarter brain cells committed suicide in quarantine. I think anything in your brain would do that, so I don't blame them. I could go on, but I'm here to recommend music. Fuck yeah. I've been getting back into Tool over the past few months, and I was wondering what everyone's favorite Tool song was. Or is. I've lost 46 and 2 since I was... a Probably like 11. Good on you. Um, but hearing Stink Fist in concert was pretty awesome. So that's kind of in the top spot for me now. I'd also like to recommend Black Dog by Led Zeppelin because my new family dog, who my dad and I named Zeppelin in honor of the band and the song, is very cute and likes metal. <laughs> I hope. Anyway, that's it for me. Stay safe, you legendary dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We are okay. legendary dipshits, and I appreciate that. Number one, Ellie, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> saying. And, and, if, and if some guy Adorable. doesn't sweep her off her yeah. feet, she is a goddamn peach. Number two, <laughs> love Black Dog. We're not playing Black Dog. <laughs> we're not going to play Black Dog. We're going to go through each of our favorite tools. But tool what I will though. say is this. Oh, are we? Black Dog. Black Dog for the time when it came out was the most, that was the first time you understand syncopation with music because the guitar was doing one fucking thing and the drums did another and it didn't make sense. Like how black dog works is did it, 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 and Bonham is yeah. like doing this fucking weird delayed thing. And you're like, oh, wow, music cannot be 4 4. Yep. And that was one of the first times I realized music didn't need to be 4 4. And it created a, a sense of uncomfortability, which is mm-hmm. what Black Dog is supposed to do. Yeah. Hey, hey, mama, you know, the way you move can make me sweat. Gonna make you groove. She, Ellie, raises a very interesting question. And, um, Full disclosure, I heard this. I heard the voicemail earlier, which I was just giggling because I was so fucking happy. You made me happy, Ellie. And favorite Tool song, brother, this is Sophie's Choice, man. Which one of my kids do I love more? And I want to hear what you guys have to think because this was – I went through. I went through my. I always call it the like fucking com, okay computer yeah. <laughs> of, of Tool, which is it's Enema. It's true. It's Enema. Um, and – but – 
I remember them being in LA and staying at the green jello facilities, like Maynard worked there. And I remember opiate coming out and I remember when fucking Undertow came out and I could not be a bigger fanboy of this band. Yeah, You're a huge um, tool fanboy. So Sean, so what I want to do is since I was going through like, what's my favorite, what's the one I listen to all the time. What's one that ends up on like a workout playlist or that ends up in my best of playlists. And this one always ends up there, but it wouldn't necessarily be like a song that was, you'd think of as one of tools, upper echelon songs. Really? Ones from lateralis that like changed the game. Uh, Later- um, Dude, that's the geeky tool. Yeah, album. But I'm going back to their <laughs> okay. Computer enema. There's a song on there that they never play live and it's called hooker with a penis. Are and I'm not, doing- Hooker with I'm a doing penis. hooker with a penis. Dude. I thought you were going to do fucking sober. No, 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 no. I was thinking about it, but I'm doing hooker with a penis. By the man. way, we much all respect. Thought about sober. Yeah. By the way, sober and prison sex. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. The song with Henry Rollins on Undertow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. The Undertow and they don't play any of those songs live. By the way, they hate it because that was their old bassist. Yeah. So it was more rock four four driven. And then you see what happened from Undertow to Enema, and it might as well have been a band turning into another band. Mm-hmm. They jumped all the levels. They cheat-coded their shit after Undertow. Um, please, now you're fucking with me, because now that you pick this, <laughs> I got to think about what I'm going to pick, because I'm telling you, man. love that shit man i love that song okay, so I'm, I'm standing up for the rest of the episode i don't care oh, yeah aaron's standing up now that is super strong out of the box yeah i went hard dog sorry or you're welcome I'm not sure no it's you're <laughs> welcome you're welcome ellie so this is a look inside of the whiskey reels brain the riskiest of wheels brain yeah well like she said everything that goes into my brain goes there to die right <laughs> this is true this is true bob of fan noise yeah, smart lady of the um South Beach. So, <laughs> the Myrtle Beach. My, my first thought was sober. Yeah. That's what I was going to do originally, um, too. I also it's thought... It's hard not to do sober. Um, I have a hard time not doing Stink Fist, which I yeah. think is another song but on Ellie, Enema that has one Ellie of the greatest bridges. Yeah. Stink Fist on, it has one of the great bridges, I think, in yeah. heavy metal, well, prog metal Prog metal history. history. And in The Grudge, which has Ooh. the one single note scream that will be the longest scream of all time. Mm-hmm. And he does it live, folks. Yeah, so it. I, I thought about just being a little more sentimental. Okay. What are you doing, Go back Bubba? to the roots. What's happening? When did I first hear these fucking guys, right? Are you talking about the... When did my game get changed? The Oxycontins? Well, well, yeah, it was about the same time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, back then it was Viking and yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah, for sure. I was lucky to get a Xanax, Ooh. right? The bars. I, do, I, I, I got 400 milligrams of Xanax next to my bed right now. Oh, sweet. So can we have some, please? Times what are you doing? Are so much. What the fuck are you doing? I don't, I don't li- so much easier. By the way, guys, I don't like Xanax. Why not? It makes you it's just, just melt fucking, into the I chair. I just fall asleep, bro. I can't enjoy. I need to enjoy my drugs. Okay. I want to enjoy the process so, of being on drugs. Not to get off on a tangent. Thank but you, sir. Get them in the halfers. Yep. 
And yeah, but aren't they four bars? Uh, and it depends. It, no. Then they have the little like quick release ones. Oh, like, yeah. the, you the get the little, like, little like, or QRs, half the little half milligrams. Listen, you fucking drug addicts. And I don't know. All it does <laughs> is make you. <laughs> I mean, it makes you sleep, but uh, it makes you also super happy. You don't want to kill everyone. Can I have one right now? Um, my bipolar disorder. Which you have so much. It, 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 it doesn't have. make it go away. But it kind of it kind of buries it for it a just while. Chills them out. Yeah, <laughs> you throw them in the attic for a minute. You know what I mean? With the work. You know what we're doing? <laughs> we're watching. Yeah, <laughs> yowza, She's what a is, wonderful so, lady. What did you choose, anywho, sir? Who? Any, any who's old. Um, they released an EP even before Undertow. Um, oh, God, it's which I what so I want to say not half of it, but like how many live songs? It was six tracks, like three, seven tracks. When he talks about that dirty hippie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw that Bob Marley wannabe throw motherfucker that Bob out of here. Throw that Bob Marley wannabe out of here. One bro. of my favorite moments in yes. rock and roll in history. Rock and roll history. Is or is it when he throw re- that when Bob he, Marley wannabe When he rear naked yeah. choked somebody live on stage um, after he rushed. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. I think we talked about it because um, we did a Tool album back when we, we used to do anim- shit. Didn't we do Enema? And um, I don't think we did. No, no we, we talked. Do a tool album. All we did was talk the new stuff, but I think we played oh, some old right, stuff right. too. Because we were yes. talking about Fear Inoculum. Yeah. Um, no, we and we played Fear Inoculum. We, we yeah. played like yeah. Inoculum. But I'm yeah, pretty sure we touched say? on the fact that he was a Caesar Gracie. Yeah, he's student. like a, I think he's a pro belt now. And um, some dude jumped on stage and Maynard just put him on fucking night night. He Street. put him night night juice, <laughs> little night night juice. Um, so what's so what are you doing? So there's an EP called Opiate. 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 Um, and I want to do the title track. Because um, so it really is the first Tool song that just knocked my dick in the dirt. Such a good song, It is bro. not the technical... Virtuosity uh, of fucking what later would become lateralis. What became this yeah. band, but what it was, was something I'd literally fucking never heard before. No, we never heard this, man. We had never o- heard o- this. Opiate broke it wide open. Yeah. L.A. This it song was is... All, it was all hair metal. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, well, I was in LA, and, and like, like Danny Carey, his studio was behind my buddy's work, so he'd be able to go out and smoke a joint and listen to Danny Carey put together fucking Enema and Lateralis and right. Undertow. Like, well, the was, cool thing about these it guys was, an was experience, that experience. Ricky Rockman could not wrap his head around them. Nope, which makes them probably a great band. Um, yeah, right. Better than Ricky fucking Rockman. Thank that you. Piece of shit. LA trash. Let's listen. Listen, Opiate, if you look at the title, if you look at the cover of the album, it's this uh, Catholic priest, like, he's yeah. kind of stacked three times on himself. Right, mm-hmm. right. And Opiate of the Masses, religion, um, there's some deep, dark roots to Maynard, and yeah. he's never talked about him. If you listen to Prison Sex, figure it out. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff he's never talked about, and obviously it's religious-based. And you know with Opiate, Opiate of the Masses... Mm-hmm. Man, and you hear him like you need something. He's strong to guide you. You need somebody like me, and it's this 
cathartic. Well, and, and the hook of that song, which is <sighs> Jesus Christ, come save my life. Come save yeah. my life. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And now he lives in Arizona and just makes wine. Um, he which works is for oddly ironic. Caduceus. Yeah. And I was supposed to go down there and do a tasting. I heard it was terrible in the beginning. Well, no, if, you, if you believe the... Uh, Chupacabra is dope. They have some high level shit. But early on. But what they did... Remember they, his documentary, Blood into Wine, they I did? Know, Maybe but, they did that on, for they, drama purposes, but, but it was did. like not being reviewed well early on. Dude, this motherfucker um, has guys that comes in with birds just to eat insects yeah. off of his vines. This guy's not fucking around. Whoa. And he's growing varietals that aren't supposed to exist in America. He's growing like Barbera. And growing and them in the desert. Shit. Yeah, and growing them in the desert, by the way. So, he's, so Aaron, um, this brings us to you. What I is your be ma- fave? I w- number one, I want to be Maynard when I grow up. I've always said that. Yeah, um, You're already a foot taller than him, though. He's my idol. Um, he's one of the best human beings that's ever lived. Um, and by virtue of songwriting, this is a very difficult question, Ellie. Um, I can go to prison sex. I can go to the pot. I can go f- to mm. wings for Marie part two, which is about his mom who's dying. I can go to a lot of shit with this band. Cause I've gone through all my shit. I've spent my entire life and this was my background music. Yeah. So the one that got me, is also off of Enema, which is their, this is their fucking magnum opus. This is their, their, their light. Yep. And there's not a bad song. Um, there's a skit in there called like, like Unkaya de Satan, which they're talking about making cookies, but it's a Hitler youth rally. Whoa. And all he's doing is describing a recipe for making cookies, but it sounds like he's trying to fire up a nation. <laughs> and all he keeps saying is, Unkaya Aya. And it's like, don't forget the eggs. <laughs> um, it's the most absurdist, beautiful music that I've ever heard in my life. Anything can sound um, hateful when screamed in German. And that was the point. And so could a cookie recipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that was the point. Uh, the thing that stuck with me, I wanted to initially do eulogy, which is about Timothy Leary and his relationship with Timothy Leary and how much he turned out to be a fraud to him. That was a, I mean, guys, is like Lateralis. I can go with Lateralis, the title track, one of the most beautifully symphonic written songs done by the Fibonacci sequence. Um, it's three, five, seven, the entire song. It's fucking beautiful. But because I'm a I'm a kid from La La, dude. Um, there's a certain special place in my heart with the title track, Enema. All it's referencing is, dude, fuck your tattoos, fuck your short memories, fuck your plastic surgery, fuck your pilot episode, fuck you, and this state is going to sink into the fucking ocean, and welcome to Arizona Bay, which, by the way, if you don't know, these guys were huge fans of Bill Hicks, which is where that came from. Yeah, that's a huge um, bit that Bill Hicks, very famous but, bit. But this guy. Anima. You ready? Hey. Fret for your country and fret for your hairpiece. Yeah, fret, fret for, for all for this your bullshit. Pilot. 
Fret for it, motherfucker. Yeah, that, and that song is almost seven minutes, and it's seven minutes of glory. And that's another thing I love oh. about Tool is their songs aren't just – they're not designed to be – anytime you see a, a three-minute song, you know it's a pop song. It's designed to do something very specific, hit a specific framework, and make money. These guys are writing songs that mean something to them, they, and they go through movements almost in certain parts no, of the song. No, it's symphonic movements. And yes. They build crescendos on purpose. They have songs that literally are three minutes of crescendo. It just yeah. builds, yeah. and then it lands, and then it keeps building. This isn't on accident. There's gentlemen. all that like prog rocky rush, Crim- dream King theater, Crimson. King Crimson oh, wow. stuff, right? I think these guys just took it to another level. And thank you, Ellie. Yeah, so Ellie. much. Thanks for tickling any, our tool. Bone. Any excuse <laughs> to talk right. about uh, with that band name? My that holy trinity. My I know, Sean. My holy trinity. These are one of my holy trinity tool changed my life it made me decide to do things differently as a human so i have to give them due credit yeah and they're fucking not originally from la but danny yeah. is but thank you so much ellie and remember that back when you first started calling into nerdonomy uh we decided that i wasn't gonna go right after you because you hadn't turned 18 yet and hey. we were a little worried that you're even listening to us because i was just as terrible oh. on that podcast as i was on this one they just with three other people that were sane uh so ellie I hope you choke on a drippy AIDS dick. <laughs> Touche. Touche, sir. Speaking of which, how old is Ellie? I don't know. I think she's 19 or 20 so possibly she's, now. She's too old for Bobby. She's way too old for me. <laughs> um, so we're going to get to, we're going to roll right in, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this can episode. Can we pearl? Can we because pearl up? I fucking, your pearls. Can, we, can I go can, last? I have a very important sh- one. Can we shoot drippy yes. pearls? Shoot our pearls of wisdom. Some tapioca I'll, I'll make pearls. Really sure this will make you happy. Do it, Peter North's Fountain of Pearls of Wisdom. I <laughs> <laughs> got sponsored special ed- by special edition. Sponsored by. Um, I'll make man really, really. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply some brevity. Um, we just listened to some Tool, so my only pearl of wisdom would be: don't ever listen to bluegrass. <laughs> there we go. God damn, that's brilliant. You took my fucking clutch. Never, you son of a bitch. Listen. To reggae. Friends don't. <laughs> hey. I was listening to reggae picking this motherfucker up Sean today. Sean picked Gross. me up with a joint in his mouth listening to Bob Marley. The legend and album. I said, the one that everybody listen, has. And Gross. I said, this Gross. is the whitest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I'm getting into a forerunner with a white guy playing Bob Marley smoking a joint. Yeah. That is the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's whiter than a fucking Kanye concert. Oh, brother. God. I am so white. I am translucent. Have you been to a Bone Thugs concert? <laughs> That's white. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> Aaron, pearls. My, my, my pearl, Rex just moved in. Um, it's been nothing but just absolute chaos. My house looks like a goddamn fucking storage facility. Looks like Beirut. Home. It looks like Beirut hey, storage man, facility. Too soon. Too oh, soon. Too, sorry. Too soon on Beirut. Um, but those poor people in Beirut, their economies collapsed, their governments fucked, and then a, a fucking nitrogen bomb explodes. And they're out um, of fireworks. And they're out of fireworks. Um, so they can't even celebrate when they get back. They can't even celebrate so, the 4th of July <laughs> over there. You know how the Lebanese love the 4th of July. Why is it called July? Because that's how we say it in the parts of the country that still love Jesus. Wow. God okay. damn it. Come, come save my life. Come save my life. This is the deal. You want to be a friend? Don't talk about it. Help people. Help people move. Help people get to work. Give them a ride. 
Do whatever you can for your friends. Be a f- you want to be a friend? Then be a friend. Yeah. It's not about texting or calling. Be a friend. If Bobby needs fucking ice, I'll drop off ice to him. Yeah. If if Sean if Sean drives me to the fucking podcast, we're friends. Just be a f- be. You have to actually engage in friendship. You do. You just can't talk about being bros or being dudes. Engage in friendship. Which brings me, I can easily piggyback on that I because mine is in that same realm. Did you say sticky back or piggyback? Sticky Here comes yeah, your dog. pearl of wisdom. My pearl of wisdom. What I'm calling skinny Sean. Hot yogurt on your back. When you do the back. nice things for your friends, you do really nice things for your friends, like take them to the podcast, pick them up when they're drunk, or maybe call in and have a conversation about funny stories from L.A., and when you call in to do that, oh, you should probably not bitch and complain, walnuts, <laughs> when your fucking entire interview needs to be cut because your crazy Catholic fucking family is going <laughs> to disown you after hearing you tell sordid tales. Come on, dude. Grow a pair, bro. You're 40 what? And you're still worried about your fucking family disowning you? Are you a fucking child? This anyway, that's my problem of wisdom. This is very fair. And I think <laughs> he'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. Why won't he hear it? But because... He doesn't uh, listen? Wait, he, so he no. doesn't even listen? He's not, not a fan. Because he works. Not, he's not even By a fan. the way, not Bobby has never gotten through a full episode of Rome Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not true because... <laughs> it's not. It's true. I have a it's notepad <laughs> and I write down everything funny that I say. <laughs> Which is an entire notebook. And then I text it to you guys. <laughs> Just scribbled. Yeah. Or like in, typed on a typewriter in different formats. Like, like I, I'm sure our listeners, Bobby a dull boy. I'm yeah. sure the listeners don't realize that I do this, but I spend the week texting my funniest lines to these idiots. And I'm like, hey, remember in 84 when I said that thing? That's, that's, that's so funny because I must have deleted those. <laughs> no, yeah. Bobby asked. See, that's a thing that happens all the time. Just kidding. It was very unique and very shitty. <laughs> right. So that was, that was a great conversation. Hey, hey, it was, hey. And it's lost forever. Primus a la chupa. Ooh. What's that mean? Oh, ha. Huh. Tell me. If you were in my position, what would you do? What position is that? Imagine your husband bought a gold necklace and come Christmas gave it to somebody else. Come on. Would you wait around to find Good out night. if it... No, 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 Happy Christmas. Would you wait around to find out if it's just a necklace or if it's sex and a necklace or if, worst of all, it's a necklace and love? Would you stay? Knowing life would always be a little bit worse. Or would you cut and run? God. I am so in the wrong. A classic fool. Yes, but you've, you've also made a fool out of me. You've made the life I lead foolish too. Darling! <laughs>